0: Hello, I'm Oliver Conde, the editor of BBC Music Magazine, and welcome to the BBC Music Podcast. You can buy a copy of the magazine at your local newsagents or download our app to your iPad, Kindle Fire or Android tablet. And for the latest music news and more, head to our website at classical-music.com. So, in the studio with me today is Rebecca Franks, reviews editor, to talk about the December issues recording of the month. And this time, it's a recording of Johann Sebastian Bach's violin concertos performed by the wonderful Alina Ibragimova and the uh, Chamber Orchestra Arcangelo under their leader Jonathan Cohen. It's a real, really scintillating disc, actually, full of drive, full of energy. Um, I think we should start with a clip, and we'll open with the finale from the E major concerto. it really is fast but it seems totally and utterly under control I think in other people's hands it would seem rushed and it would seem a mess but I think this is just such tight wonderful playing it's like a like a Swiss watch I think it just ticks along beautifully
1: it does it really is very stylish I think everything that they've done is very stylish here and there is this chamber approach so I guess with the soloist and with the small ensemble so that means that they very much all reading each other's minds and uh, you definitely feel that. And as you say, yes, they take these fast tempos, but there's always this feeling of kind of, weightlessness somehow. I, I, throughout the whole disc, I felt they managed to do this sleight of hand where you just felt carried along by it somehow.
0: Yes, the, the, some of the tempos are very unexpected. I mean, even the adagios are a lot quicker than you would imagine. But it all seems very natural. It all seems very sort of, as one might say, sort of persuasive, if you like. You know, you are persuaded by their performance that this is the right approach. And I love this, the, the sort of improvisation in the continuo parts as well. The fact that there's this underlying texture that could be different in any any other time that they did it and on this recording just seems again so spontaneous and so alive.
1: I think it's interesting that they've chosen to add a lute uh, to the continue to, to the texture because that does give it a quite a different sound actually. I think where the, the harpsichord can be very sort of propulsive and give it that energy and drive, the lute somehow gives it this area quality, slightly otherworldly perhaps, and very much suits the the whole approach of all the
0: musicians here. So let's hear this lute in action, actually, the adagio from the G minor concerto, uh, which I think was originally an oboe concerto in D minor and has been transcribed into G minor for violin. beautiful, like sort of fresh spring rain dropping down, isn't it, really? And mm. and and it doesn't interfere at all with the beautiful line. It seems to contrast beautifully, this, uh, the dampened strings of the lute contrasting the very um, smooth line of the solo violin. It's just such a beautiful contrast.
1: And you can just really imagine them sort of just almost improvising that together, couldn't you? Just in a, just in a room somewhere, just... Just playing it just mm. like that, just naturally. It's yeah, and you can imagine beautiful. them recording
0: and trying out various options and coming up with the best option that they could. But each, you know, it's, it's a very magical. Um, and interestingly, um, given that this is an oboe concerto transcription, um, how actually only two of these concertos are actually only definitely proved to be um, written originally for the violin, the rest of them either harp scored or oboe concertos. And, it, you know, doesn't matter with Barker. it doesn't matter what instrument you, you play these works on. It, they all sound very special and and, and very beautiful.
1: It's, it's very interesting that, because as you say, the, the other three of them, three of the concertos here, there's very complicated backstory, you know, maybe for one instrument, and then we only have such and such manuscripts, so we're sort of deducing that it's been transposed from a different key. So you can sort of get a bit bogged down in all that musicological and historical detail. But... Um, as Jonathan Cohen, who, who directs this, says in an interview in the magazine, he just says Bach's music is architecturally so brilliant that it doesn't matter what the material is. So you can you can transfer it between instruments, and it sounds utterly utterly at home on on the violin.
0: But well, I think the way to listen to this is simply to chuck away the booklet notes, put the CD on, and just listen to it. I mean, it's just scintillating music making.
1: It I mean, is it really is. I mean,
0: her intonation is brilliant. The tempos are brilliant. The phrasing is extraordinary. I mean, the tone that she gets out from that violin is is just so alluring and, and and the recording quality again you know very intimate there's a real chamber atmosphere to it but it still has got that it still has got that sort of grand quality to it
1: i know because you could probably you you know a cynic might look at it and go oh, do we need another recording of, of this repertoire but actually as you say sort of just throw away your, your preconceptions and just listen to it because it's hugely enjoyable and i think alina brings this wonderful detail to Every little nuance, every little phrase. She does something interesting with you. It makes your ears kind of, um, you know, prick up to, to hear what's going to happen next. And she works very well with Arcangelo, who it's a very interesting ensemble. They're only they're quite new, really. They've only been around since 2010, but they've done some very interesting discs. They've done a series of aria discs for Hyperion as well. Um, worked with people like the singer Christiana Karg. Um, recently did a Mozart violin concerto disc with Vilde Frang on Warner Classics, which again had that freshness, um, which seems to be a, a real kind of calling card of their performances.
0: Mm, absolutely. I think we'll hear another clip, one last clip, actually, from the D minor concerto, which might have been an originally, who might have originally been a violin concerto, but we just don't know. But in any case, um, the critic Donald Tovey called it the greatest and most difficult violin concerto before the time of Beethoven. It is a thrilling performance. This
1: it is, and I think we've got the, the clip that we've got is uh, definitely shows off the virtuosity that the violinist is required to employ. <laughs>
0: So that was an extract from the Allegro from Bach's D minor Violin Concerto, uh, bringing our podcast of the December issues recording of the month to a close. Do join us next month when we'll be delving into the Christmas issues recording of the month. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.